Bill Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Brick Oldsby. Hello, greetings. Hello, greetings. You're doing great, huh? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> me too. Um, I'm not. I have no booty medicine. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm all out of the stuff I usually take, and I called my doctor. And I was like, hey, can I please talk to the doctor? And then the receptionist says, no, you talk to me now. And I said, okay, okay. can I please have medicine? And she'll, she said, maybe. And that was a week ago. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, but other so you're than just, that, your, your mic is set up in the bathroom right now. Yeah, I have my, uh, I have like a fucking Rube Goldberg machine set up <laughs> to allow <laughs> mirrors throughout your house. Immediate extraction if any, uh, <laughs> any incidents come up. Uh huh. I got. Uh, I mean, uh, that's that's sad. But have you heard the news that, bro? I'm a fucking gamer now. You're a gamer, huh? bro. I'm, bro, if you're not, bro, if you're not like a GameStop Power Pro Rewards member, I don't even want to fucking talk to you. What have you been playing, dude? I've been playing fucking Uncharted. Oh. Fucking, I bought The Last of Us. I haven't played it yet, but I'm fucking. I'm gonna watch E3 this year. I'm a gamer as well because I also own The Last of Us. That's you, you haven't played it, but you, you didn't pay money for it. it. I did pay money for it when it was on like PlayStation sale, and I said this is supposed to be good, and then I never played it. So I went in. I went into GameStop and I saw the video game My Hero One's Justice, and then I saw that it was forty dollars, and I said no, but I still went into GameStop. So you still w- physically walked in and looked at our friend Deku on. The I cover. I saw Okami HD, and I said this looks fun, maybe someday. And then I downloaded the JoJo Eyes of Heaven demo and played it, and just kind of been playing that for the past two weeks. Huh? <laughs> just kind of been beating up uh, Kakyoin around Morio Town. No, oh, perfect. I was literally um, today. I was playing it while listening to this album. <laughs> uh, but but Chase Chase was what not what I wanted. Unlike this album, no, the, the Chase is a man in this one. Yeah, there's this is gonna have to be a lot of. You're gonna have to really carry me across this sandy beach on this one. Okay, so today we are talking about "In Keeping Secrets" of Silent Earth Three, second album by Coheed and Cambria. Is this what? <laughs> what? What's the problem? <laughs> I assumed maybe it was the third one. Uh, no, see, that's, see, I, I understand how you're, you're, you're confused. Um, it's a very simple mistake to make because they did a very, like, easy to remember naming process. Yeah. So their first album is called The Second Stage Turbine Blade. Their so second you, yeah. album is called In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Yeah. And their third album is called Good Apollo on Burning Star 4. Right. So it's very easy to remember. It's easy to remember. I guess I'm just like the... I, I'm just like... The only song I've ever heard is Little Richard Tutti Fruity. I'm not used to this, like... <laughs> I'm not used to this, this next-level style music. Uh, I'm sorry, I should give the full name. Good Apollo on Burning Star 4, Volume 1, From Fear Through the Eyes of Madness, which was followed by Good Apollo on Burning Star 4, Volume 2, No World for Tomorrow. Thank so, you, I was wondering. Yeah, I know, I just want to be, you know, clear on all of our, yeah. all of our facts. Um, what did you think of it? I liked it. Here's, I just, I've never, I've never smiled more politely at an album before. Does that make sense? I understand that, yeah. Like, it was just telling me things, and I didn't understand any of it, and the genius didn't help. And the genius made it worse, actually. Yeah, the best way to list, so here's how I think people get into Coheed and Cambria. At least this is my um, experience, is you hear, like, one of their singles. So you hear, like, A Favorite House Atlantic, or you hear, like, Welcome Home or something, and you're like, this is sick. Yeah. And then you listen to the other singles, and then you get into it, and you say, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah. And then you realize that there's a bullshit Star Wars story that's bad that all their albums are about, and then you say, I don't care about it. What if they were robots, but they were named iRobots? iRobots. Oh, Okay. Yeah, that's the... <laughs> They're named after the Avatar The Last Airbender guy. Exactly. So, I know... I I believe there are people who are interested in this story. It's fucking bullshit and nonsense and nothing to me. So you're you're not into... You're not interested not, in... Later in, on, they do... Like, because the story ends, like, on the, what? Fourth album, basically. <laughs> And then they did, like, prequel stories later, which actually, like, if you f- just listen to those songs, you can fucking understand it, because it's just about, like, one guy, and not about, like, a space war, and there's a man named Mayo, 
you know? I did see that there's a guy named Mayo, huh? In, in one of their earlier songs, they, they say, I need mayo, and it's funny, because it's like mayonnaise. It is funny. That's um, my one note for this album. It's funny. It's funny. So basically, all most of their albums are about this story, which is called the Amory, Amory Wars. Right. Not the Armory Wars, the Amory Wars. And it's a ripoff of Star... It's like, what if Star Wars had guts and blood in it? And yeah. also, the main character was named uh, Claudio, and Claudio is actually also the singer of the band. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's cause sort of like if you made an album where there was Luke Skywalker and his name was Eddie. His name, his name was Eddie Space Wizard. That'd be fucking cool. That'd be pretty sick. But um, for me, I don't care about the story. I just, like, a lot of the lyrics, you hear it, and you're like, that sounds sick. What does it mean? And you just you like say, the part where cool. he says, good eye sniper, I shoot you run. I, I, and I like when he says, like, in the seventh turning hour. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. And then and it's all nonsense from there. Yeah, it makes me feel like probably the first guy that read Shakespeare where he, like, he was just making up sentences and clauses and shit the whole time. And he was like, this is good. This is good, yeah. Um, a lot of, th- there is a consistent thing of, like, weird phrase. Like, Claudio p- says things in weird ways. Like, he mixes words around so that it sounds cooler, but it's, right. like, nonsense. And also he does the thing where any word with a vowel just becomes, like, three syllables longer. <laughs> like, yeah. like that. Mm. Which I like, actually. I think it's good. I think he can do whatever he wants. I'm not going to tell him no. You can't. And, and sometimes uh, he does a thing. It's not on this song, but in, and on another song, instead of saying, like, I, you know, like, the word I, he says, like, ja, like that. Well, yeah. I can feel it in the way your blood and heart beats. <laughs> like that's how he says it. That's another thing. This is this is, album is way less like. If Fun Point has taught me anything, it's that I don't know what any band that I've never listened to sounds like. I uh-huh. thought this was going to be way more like screamy, kick drum, double bass. Like there, there are after this. There's a like a couple screams on this album. There are, but it's not like oh. You know, like, they cut that shit out basically yeah. after this one for the most part. There's a lot more, like, sort of falsetto than the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, like, crab walk shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he gets up in that high register. I was, uh, is, there, is there a second Claudio, or is he just hitting all that? That's him. Yeah? Later on, he's, like, a, fuck, a favorite house Atlantic is, like, the highest his voice ever goes. But, uh, but mainly that's because as, like... He got one. He got older, and two. He was like smoking a lot of cigarettes. Okay. And then eventually, I think he was like, "I can't do this anymore because it makes my song sound bad." So he stopped smoking cigarettes. Nice. So see, he still has a really good voice, but he doesn't get as high as. It's, a, you know. it's an officially straight edge band, if you ask me. At, uh, according to Cambria, a lot of the members have had like drug problems and stuff. Oh, word! Like there was the one where the bassist—he was the bassist on this album—but you read it and you're like, "That's funny," but because he was arrested like robbing a Walgreens. Okay. But then you find out he was like trying to steal opiates, and you say that's not good. Right. So he's not in the band anymore. And then the drummer on this album had like drug problems, and he's like, "I'm going to go not." have that anymore and they said okay when <laughs> you feel better like come back and then he did and he's in the band again nice so that's nice yeah um well, let's get into it yeah uh first up we have in keeping secrets of silent earth 3 uh you don't want to this... talk about the phone call hip-hop style skit that opens I, this it's it's a phone call and then someone says hello apollo where should i begin apollo yeah. is a dog yeah um, that was yeah Okay. okay. Um, it, it, there's all the stories are told in comics, I guess, because the songs make no fucking sense. Is all prog um, like this? Like, is all is there any prog where it's just like about like meeting a girl and falling in love, and there's no like companion manga probably. that you have to read? I mean, probably, but it usually gets far out in some way, either in like the mystic or like space or like fantasy or science. It's just that my only two are this one and Mars Volta so far, and they've had a lot of uh, companion reading. So, like, if you listen, like, Rush, if you listen to Rush, you can get, like, okay, I understand what 2112 is about just based on the song. Yeah. And also I understand what Red Barchetta is about because it's about a guy who drives a car. (laughs) Right, yeah, that one, I get it. Uh huh. So Tom Sawyer's that, about video games. I get Tom it. Tom Sawyer's about Mimi me, me, me Pride. Um, and this, so 
the first track on here is The Ring in Return. I just always skip these when I listen to these albums yeah. now because it's just like the intro. And You're it's basically, there's like that motif that spans through this album and all of them like the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Um, that's, anytime you hear that song, it means like, oh, time has passed. Like, fans have, like, figured this out. Gotcha. It's the Mormont's Ravens of this album. Yeah. And then a lady picks up the phone and she says, hello, Apollo, where should I begin? And that's just a fucking guy talking to a dog. <laughs> is um, this not like a, is it a talking dog or is it just like a dog? It's a, it's a, it's a, as far it's as regular. I know, it's a regular dog. Okay. It's not like a doctor dog Mars Volta that does surgery with little dog hands or whatever. No, it's just a dog with the name of Apollo, which is familiar to us. <laughs> yeah, we do like it. Uh, so in keeping, wait, let me, let me do this first. Oh, thanks. Got a coconut berry Red Bull on this one. Um, in Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3, this is one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> it's pretty good. There, can you... So yeah, this is the one where it's like, Indie Ling with it, they march for dawn. Truth be told, the child was born! Oh yeah, manual battle stations, it's good. Yeah, this is one where I'm like, I'm sure it's about some, like, some sort of future so history I think the, battle. The first, the first, like, half of this album is about, like, a war between the good guys and the bad guys, basically. Well, that's easy to follow. And the bad guy, the leader of the bad guys, is named Wilhelm Ryan, and he calls okay. him Will in this song, which is weird. Okay. <laughs> like, that's a very George first name basis. Yeah. But, um, friend, I was listening to a uh, friend of the show, Andy, and their, their Patreon podcast, Hold This L, mm-hmm. uh, about Death Note. And Andy said that when they hear um, L's theme from Death Note, the, all the, like, fucking neuroreceptors in their brain just start firing. <laughs> That's me when I hear the intro to the song, like, ding, 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 I'm just like, oh, shit, here okay. it goes. I was gonna ask, because one of my notes is that this has a very funny, like, a fucking funny walk riff right on it before Claudio starts talking, and I don't remember how it goes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so the first time I was listening to this album, I was taking out the trash at my new place, and I did start like funny walking involuntarily because the beat was pretty good. What so? Uh, one thing I really do respect is that um, they have a lot of like fairly complex riffs, and Claudio is always singing while playing them, and I've always like been impressed by that. Like, he's playing all these weird off-time, like, non, you know, standard riffs and singing in the way that he does, mm-hmm. which is probably very hard to do. Um, I, 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 was, I was mad when I found out, when I, like, researched this song for the story, because the part that everyone likes to yell, they're like, man, you're all jackhammer! Like, that part? Yeah. Um, that's, like, the leader of the bad guys telling his crew to, like, get ready. It's not, like, the good guys rebelling. Oh, really? It's the, ba- the the jackhammers are apparently, like, bad guy ships. Now, I did look up, it says jackhammers are the Red Army's most powerful weapon. Uh-huh. Which is kind of like a Goldberg to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's kind of Goldberg marks in this album. And this is this is the bad Red Army in this story, as opposed to the good one, which the killed... Um, <laughs> which killed, uh, what's his name? Stroheim at Stalingrad. Right. Like, this is not them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just, like... Like, you listen to it and you don't know what he's saying. And then you find out he's saying, sincerely written from my brother's blood machine to yours. And you're like, that's fucking sick. What does it mean? Yeah, what well, I don't then, know. Is a blood you, machine just know. a body? <laughs> a blood machine is, a like, a fucking blood machine, dude. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I guess it's a blood machine now that I think about it. It's probably a blood machine. <laughs> Gonna have to go it's with like, blood machine. If you click the, like, annotation... It's like, it could be a machine designed to rip a soul from a person's body. Yeah, it or could, it be could that. just, Or it could just be someone's heart. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't know. Doctor, um, please, my uh, fucking, what do you call it? My blood machine. My blood machine, please, doctor. It's very sick. <laughs> I'm having a blood machine attack. Um, so there, there's just a lot of parts on this where it gets fucking like, the one part that's like, for you, I do anything. Like, a lot of parts about, like, killing and stuff. Yeah. Because we frequently, like, switching point of view between characters. So anytime someone's really like, I'm gonna kill and it's gonna be good. It's like, someone that's like, oh, I'm a robot. And if I kill, (laughs) maybe my dad will like me. Yeah. The robot Um, Shane McMahon. The robot Shane McMahon, yeah. 
This song does have the good fucking, like, fake-out ending. Like, eight or nine of these songs have a fake-out ending. This is the best one, though, like, because it, it, you know, it ends and you think, oh, the song's over. And then the intro starts again. And a thing I really like that bands do live Yeah, Coheed and Cambria is the first, like, I never listened to live albums because I was like, why would I listen to a worse-sounding recording of a song? Yeah, for sure. Coheed and Cambria (laughs) was the first band that I actually listened to, like, live shit for. Because, like, when they get to this part, and then it's, like, it, the intro plays again, and then the part that's, like, oh, 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 that part. Yeah. They just, like, stop and let the crowd sing it for the rest of the song. That's pretty good. And then they, they like, cut out the in- the instruments, and everyone goes, man, you're on jackhammers. And then they come back in, like, and it's fucking sick. Sounds pretty good. It's really good. I really like this song. The uh, there's one comment at the bottom of it on the genius page, and it just says "awesome piece of work," and it's the t- it's very upvoted. So very up. I mean, correct. Let's who said that one? Vil V Maller. Thank you for the. Uh... Thank you, thank yeah. you for your input. It's good. We agree. Uh, I like it. Um, next up, we have cuts marked in the March of Men. Uh, one of my least favorite songs on the album. How's this one go? <laughs> It starts, uh, um, I just, that, that riff is just like very off-putting to me and I don't like to hear it. Yeah. Like listening through again, I'm like, this song's all right, but it's like kind of forgettable to me. There's, there's no big, like, this is like the big, um, explosive part or it's like, this is the catchy part or this is, you know, it's just like, fine. They have to, like, deliver to my love. Like, that's fine. But, I don't know. It never... This There's no part no part in the song that, like, sticks in my head. Or, I'm like, that's really sick. Or Yeah. This is where I thought, like... this is, My note for the song is, and now the ultimate progging begins. Because this is what I actually feel like... This is what I thought prog sounded like. Mm. In, in what... Because the first song, to me, is more prog than this one. Yeah, now I'm now I'm a, the gamer genius, and I know mm. I know better. Um, I do like this album. They do mix a lot because this was like their first album. You could call it almost like an emo album, not like My Chemical Romance, but like Twinkly emo. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And this one, I feel like, is the biggest mix of all their influences, which is like that, like some kind of punk stuff, some like metal stuff, prog. You get like all of that on this album. Mm-hmm. To me, but uh, this one, I don't know. I, I, as you can tell, I had a lot to say about the last song. Not much to say about this one. Like it's fine. Yeah, I, I think I have the least notes for this song. Yeah, um, it, this is "Chase the You I Want," but you know. right. If you uh, say so, you know. Yeah. Who the fuck um, is Sizer? Sizer's a robot. I think. Because, yeah, it says he's an iRobot I made with the DNA of Inferno being taken captive and interrogated by Mayo. Yeah, it's fucking nothing. Sizer is the guy who's being absolutely destroyed on the next song. Right, that's because I read that part. And it's like, mm-hmm. this one's about a robot being murdered over and over again forever or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, let's get into that one. Three evils embodied in love and shadow. Um, it's basically Sonic Adventure 2, if you think about it. Okay. Because there's three bad guys in it, one of them Shadow, and he's in love with the human. He's in love with the human. Uh, This one has the opposite effect of the last song, where I hear the intro riff, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Like, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The song also has the first, like, screamies, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Because it's... The bridge. (laughs) That's it. Claudio, is that you? Claudio, that's me. I'll fire on. Um, this one does also have like the funny Kohi thing where it's like Claudio singing in the voice that he has, and it's kind of this like upbeat, like fast paced track, and he's just saying like terrible things, like sever the limbs of his torso and sleep and burn what remains of the world. Like what the fuck, dude? Right. It sounds like good though if you sort of turn <laughs> off your listening ears. And, like, exactly. If yeah, the words sound good. Yeah. And then you listen to them, and then it It's just bad. like, it's a lot like Joanna Newsom, if you think about it. Okay. Because I don't know what a chimchurri is, but it sounds mm-hmm. good. It's the same principle. So, with with that, it's like, 
you try to understand jo- Joanna Newsom's lyrics, and you can't do it because like we're, we're not smart enough. Yeah. Um, with this, it's the opposite where you can't understand it because you're not dumb <laughs> we're, enough. We're too smart. You're too smart. Like we're not at that level of stupid to fully understand. Sure. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, this one does have one of the first like super catchy parts with like the dear my friends in the th-, like that. Yeah. With the like noodly guitar behind it. It's really good to me. This is like the so so. Um, there used to be a show called Game of Thrones, and Arya Stark <laughs> was a character in it. Uh-huh. And in the famous Night King episode, where she goes through a library Metal Gear style, mm-hmm. the creator said that they have like she had to like get bonked on the head so that she mm-hmm. was like less of an unstoppable killer. Maybe that's what people are doing at Coheed like circle pits and like mosh pits. They want to get hit in the head uh-huh. so that they're like. So that they Woozy, understand, and they finally understand the true. So meaning. that they understand how the fuck Heaven's Fence works. Yeah, like, it's like it's it's Shade of the Evening, but it's for yeah. <laughs> but it's for Brock. You you get fucking spin kicked in the head during like fucking the crowing, and then yeah. you're like, oh, I understand it all. As you get stretchered away, you're like, ah, yes, pull the trigger and the nightmare stops. Oh, the key work. I see. <laughs> the key work is like if you look up Coheed and Cambrio logo, like that's what it's called, and you're like, that's like a cool like lo- like immediately identifiable band logo. Oh, I've seen but, this on like middle schooler uh, shirts. Yeah, like me. And yeah. then and then but then it's like actually the keywork is the way that our known universe is assemb- assembled. The greater universe is known as Heaven's Fence and there are 96 planets and you're just like shut the fuck yeah, up so and let me look at the cool picture. Yeah, it's Jeremy Barry to me. It is completely Jeremy Barry. Um I remember when I first started dating Kim, it must have been like a year in. One of her friends, who was, like, the friend who introduced us, it was her birthday. And I was like, oh, shit, I need to get her a cool birthday present. And I knew she liked Coheed and Cambria. So I I had a signed copy of one of the comics from Claudio. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can can have it. Like, it's for you. (laughs) I don't want it. And I was like, oh, yeah, enjoy. Like, have it. But it was mostly because, like, one, I just wanted to, like, look cool in front of Kim and be like, yeah, I just have cool shit everywhere. I have a lot of signed things from Claudio. And also because the comic sucked, so <laughs> I read. Not it and getting I was like, the good ones. Bad. I read and I'm like this is bad. I'm gonna give this away and gain social capital from it. Yeah, we're gonna get a girlfriend for this. <laughs> for what? One fair trade. One signed copy of the Good Apollo comic for one girlfriend, please. Thank you. Thank you. you. Mm. Um, I like this one. Yeah, it was good. Uh, next up we have The Crowing, Cough. which is an ext- extremely normal title for a song, and this song is so fucking sick. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, this is a very crab walky one. Yeah, the fucking, I couldn't get past the phrase God or damn. Yeah, he's an that, idiot. It sounds like a peacock way of saying goddamn. God or damn is apparently a place where the character of Claudio lived when he had the depression. It's genuinely, it's it's goddamn, but it's worse. Like, damn, yep. Claudio. <laughs> a lot of the shit in this story is like, you. this is already stupid, and you somehow made it worse. This is my story about a guy who's sad. His name is Brooks, and he lives in double hell. <laughs> he lives in double hell, and he has, and his and his high school girlfriend, who is named Nikki Owen, there's a character here, and her name is Niwo Ikken. <laughs> it's, it's regular. Uh-huh. That's my favorite uh, cat app game. Yeah, New Awakening. <laughs> um, so, in the lore, basically the crowing is like, uh, spoilers, Claudio is the crowing because he's the main character, and it's like, you're gonna end the war, but you're gonna be so fucking strong that everyone's gonna die. And he's okay. like, I don't want, I don't want to do that, but I have to, because it means the war will end. So as far as I know, that's like, the, the crowing story. Yeah! <laughs> um, anyway, this song has a fucking sick riff. Um, I have, my note says that part two decides to go hard as shit. Is that true? Oh, yeah. As soon as I get to if given mistakes, what I give them back. So so before that, it's like, um, the chorus, like, you were my favorite. Like, that's the first part. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then after, like, pray you're not the only. That's so fucking It's really good. They have, like, a sick-ass breakdown with, a, with like, the chugging and then, the, like, which makes you go fucking ape shit every time. And then, um, 
Yeah, like, would you take them back? Like, they're just fucking shredding for the rest of the song. Yeah, they're like the pulsing fucking drums turn you into a caveman. It's so good. It's, it is. I'm, I'm like, I'm Ungabunga the Crowing on this one. Yeah. And then it does, again, get to, like, a lot of these songs have, like, the big kind of, like, explosive, like, the deer and the lena, like that part. Yeah. Which is, like, a big, like, triumphant part and, like, catchy, too. Um, it's good. I got so Ambelina, mad. Like, Ambelina is a member of the Prize, thank the species you. dedicated to protecting God's perfect image of the fence. In the second stage turbine <laughs> blade, the Pride decide that one of them must descend from Star 4 and protect the crowing Claudio so that he can fulfill the prophecy left by God. I was just like, Claudio, who the fuck is Ambelina at the end of this song? Ambelina is, it's is not a, a real name. Of, of the Prize, which are like naked space fairies that have titties. Oh, sick. Sick dude. Oh, fucking awesome. I will cause you to burn your wings and... Sounds really good. <laughs> it is pretty good. Um, Let's get into one more before we check in with the Patreon. Yeah. Good, maybe a hit song, single up next. Because that song is Blood Red Summer. Um, I only have one thing to say about this song. Yeah? Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> so this is about how Claudio doesn't want people to know that he's the crowing or something. Basically, I mean, it's this song is like the least. I I guess he's like I'm the crowing and I don't like it. That's basically the gist of this song, right? In the story, but the but, but mo- the most important thing is that it goes whoa oh, whoa oh, whoa oh, you know that's that's the main part. Also important. So. Just something interesting I thought about verse one is that it talks about saying even number your nephew, mm-hmm. which like numbers that might be like two, like if there were two. Um, and then he says, I don't want it. I don't want it, which is what Jon Snow says over and over again. And, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of a, you know, it's like a two Aegon's Jon Snow. I don't want it sort of thing from Claudio. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Claudio. And then again, in like um, before, like the chorus I guess it's like, when the answer that you want, like, when the answer that you want is in the question that you state, come what may. Yeah. And it's like, huh, okay, that's kind of cool. And then it's like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let me get a tattoo of this without understanding what it means at all. I I love it. There Um, was, uh, like, okay, so as soon as, like, the pre-chorus, when the answer that you want thing hits, mm -hmm. I was like... I've definitely heard this song before. So I was looking... Usually when that happens on Fun Point, I'll go on the Wikipedia page and it'll be like, this was on SSX Tricky. And I'll be like, okay, great. That's mm-hmm. where it's from. Couldn't... Like, a lot, most people were just saying, like, oh, I, I remember seeing this on fucking MTV when I was in middle school. I never watched that shit. The so, video... The video's funny. Is it funny? It's not really funny. It's just, it's first, it has nothing to... The be, all the best Queen and Cambria videos have nothing to do with the story, and this is one of them. Okay. It's like Claudio in, like... Um, a secluded, like, cabin, and he, you see him, like, prepping, like, setting Home Alone traps and stuff, and then that night, the rest of the band are zombies, and they attack him. Okay. That does sound cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I have this theory, though, because this happened again with another song. Mm-hmm. My, my brain theory is that you played this album when we were hanging out in New Jersey. It's You're... likely that this came up on Shuffle at some point. Yeah, I definitely think that's what happened, because I can't find it anywhere else and yeah but i but i like You're probably tried... driving and it came up yeah i pictured myself in the passenger seat of your car and i was like okay i think this is where now when we were on the way I've... to get bagels or something yeah I, i've entered my mind palace and i do believe i was in eddie's 2011 ford fiesta yeah uh, when i heard first heard blood red summer <laughs> um a fun thing uh me and friend of me and you chris um mm. a thing we say a lot when something bad happens to us is what did i do to deserve Okay. <laughs> like, not, 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 like, just in the way that he says it in the song. Yeah. Like, so, which, over time, because we all have brain worms, like, anytime yeah. something bad happens, you just us going, do deserve! And, like, it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in the spirit of Claudia, though, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is just kind of like, it's just like a little fun, like, pop song, basically. Yeah. But it's... also, it's about the crowing, who doesn't want to be the crowing. If I feel if you put it on if you put on like fucking uh three evils embodied in love and shadow, I think it would have like 
taken me out of the highway stupor that I was in when we were driving <laughs> to Madison Square Martin. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but this one was just like, oh, it's a it's a good song. It's a nice, nice little song. Yeah. Um, I guess we're about halfway through, so let's check in with the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Post Game of Thrones, um, where if you like, you can donate to us. Uh, for $1 a month, you'll get access to all our bonus episodes, which include Carry Me Home, Christmas Carol episode going up this week for Kim's birthday tomorrow. Hell yeah. Um, and also Words and Deeds that I do with Brooks, which is about Metal Gear Solid lore. Dude, um, I was in fucking GameStop, and I saw fucking Metal Gear Solid Five Phantom Pain on sale, and it's like, I'm not going to do it because we have a podcast about learning it, but it's like... See, that's where I'm torn, because I want you to play the Metal Gear games, but also I, I don't want you to, because it's yeah. funny for the podcast. I think it, maybe it's maybe at some point when we've done enough lore, maybe it would be interesting to like play also, one of the games, I st- actually. I strongly recommend not playing 5 first, just because like it's actually, the gameplay is really fucking good. Yeah. And then you'll go back to, like, Metal Gear Solid 1 when everyone has, like, a block face, and you'll be like, what is this? Right. That, and that's, I'm, like, I'm playing, I, I just played through the bad Uncharted game so that I could like the second one more. And, oh, yeah. Um, you, two, yeah, just fucking blow through one. Yeah. And I was pl- I was playing one, like, the last couple of days, and I, I beat it really quickly because I heard the other ones are better. And I was like, this is actually really fun. And then I played the second one, and I was like, I'm never fucking playing the first one again. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... At $5 a month, you'll get special shout-outs and episodes, and we'll read a message if you send one in. This week's special user, it's gotta be friend of the show, Elliot, Elliot Valentine on Patreon. Uh, thank the you for legend. The, the legend. Thank you for the Miltos shout-out. Thank you so much. <laughs> Our new friend. I'm still, like, I'm, sh- like, I'm, I feel like a proud kindergartner just going around and, like, showing people, like, a, mm-hmm. like, hand turkey that I made. I didn't even do it, but it's just like, look, yeah. Miltos is talking to me, and my friend got it for me. I, I followed Miltos on Twitter, and he's, like, retweeting things about fascists getting hit with milkshakes. So it's really good. Um, and at $10 a month, you'll get all that plus special you just set us in Discord, and we'll make a creation for you in Fire Pro Wrestling. Um, I don't know who's going to listen to this the minute it comes out, but next stream is tonight, so yeah. <laughs> we'll see you then. A uh, big tournament. Uh, Patreon.com slash Thrones. Thank you. Um, let's see. Next up. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> this is a, my favorite Coheed and Cambria album, but we do have to get into the fucking Camper Valorium saga. Hey, man, Cuckoo Kachoo. Cuckoo Kachoo is good. <laughs> First of all, I like it. Yeah, so jot that down. Um, so the next three tracks are titled, like, the Camper Valorium or Valorium Camper 1, 2, 3, depending on what fucking edition you have or whatever. Yeah. Um... And this sucks because it's about. Imagine if you were reading. Let's say you're reading George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series, and you're like, okay, I'm here with all the characters. I like it's Jon Snow, it's like uh, Daenerys Targaryen, it's like Tyrone. They're all here, <laughs> and then you just get three chapters about like what's the the fucking like Tybo Mott or whatever the fucking like <laughs> the fucking Gendry's Gendry's like, like, like supervisor. Master. Yeah. yeah, you just get three chapters about this guy, and you're like, what the fuck is this? That's, <laughs> like, the story of the... Vol- There's a guy named Al the Killer, and he kills people. Yeah, but, like, okay, so it says, tonight, sleep tight, my love. But mm-hmm. then by the end of it, the love he's changes twisted. into gun. My gun, he's twisted. So I believe the story element is that, like, the character of Claudio, like, gains passage on this killer ship to, like, where he has to go. So this is, like, the time spent on this. Uh, again, if I'm wrong, Coheed lore masters do not interact. But that's what I believe it is. Um, I do. This is, I think, my favorite of the three. Just because I think the, like, riff is catchy. Like, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, I like that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a tasty lick on this one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty cool. It is. Um... And I guess, like, it's oh, it's kind of good. Like, the, the somebody take your tongue. Like, that's a little catchy. Mm-hmm. But the rest of this is like, let's get twisted. <laughs> and not, it's not even in, like, a jun-ta-tun cool way. It's just like, right. oh, I'm Al the Killer. Die white girls. Oh, yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> it does say that. It actually means uh, the white girls in general. The white girls, yeah. <laughs> if you look in the, uh, the, the, the notes... Yeah. Um, I did, 
Uh, I just found this on this page. I expanded the, like, main... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, expanded your mind. Uh, during a live performance just before this song was played, Claudio Sanchez told a brief story about the meaning of some of the lyrics and how he felt about them now. So get ready for this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, we were in a van, and, you know, started having this relationship with a woman. But anyway, we discovered phone sex, because you need to do that when redacted. You're in a van. <laughs> but... But that's what this song's about. So every time sort of the words come to pass, I'm like, ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess this one's horny, huh? I guess. I mean, Camper Valoria makes me think of, like, Zap Brannigan's RV, so that kind of makes sense. That's that's good. And I guess, like, now when I'm looking at it, it's like, I don't want to sleep without, so I bid to you goodnight. Like, uh, and Love Gun is like a kiss sex thing. I think. Love Gun! Yeah, so... It is kind of like a horny one now that, um, now I gotta skip this one all the time. I'll listen well, to the first seconds where he says cuckoo kachoo, and then I'll hear the riff and I'll go, okay, let's just go straight to Favorite House Atlantic. Mm-hmm. God, just like me for the last three weeks. Oh, let's go back <laughs> to Favorite House Atlantic. Um, next up we have part two, the back end of forever. This one's like a spooky one. Rocked, silent, in a soft lullaby. Fuck you. He is, is Claudio British? No, he's from New York. <laughs> okay, because like in the like now I'm the laughing stock of your joke. He says joke the most British way anybody. I'm the laughing stock of your joke. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, not your voice, Claudio. Um, and it's like I the, I do kind of like the chorus where it's like I overheard, you know, mm-hmm. and and the, the the guitar sounds pretty good. But then it's like so so here. I overheard that you were unhappy too. Misleading trust into a relationship that makes no sense. Like, okay, this is about a relationship gone bad. And then the next line is, over and out, Connecticut! <laughs> Which is apparently another spaceship. What? So, like, like, you kind of had, like, a normal thing theme that, like, I feel like people could relate to, and then you had to make it about fucking Star Wars. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> that's a really bad name for a starship. The Connecticut? Yeah. Yeah, if you're, like, a fucking military genius, maybe, you like it. Yeah, I guess. It's just, like, it's confusing. Also, I do be- they, on the first album, they do have a song called Devil in Jersey City, which That's I believe cool. Jersey City is not our Jersey City. <laughs> I think it's a space Jersey City. Oh, okay. It's not about the Jersey Devil, it's about the space Jersey Devil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it I is fucking, funny. I fucking love the top annotation for this song. Hmm. Just for the one generally, where it's 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 extremely downvoted. <laughs> a and dark song says, about trying to date someone, but you're actually scary to them. Hmm. Minus six, <laughs> negative six votes. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm user Caspian Beard replying to that one. This song is about Al's creepy obsession with his ex-girlfriend Lucy. Their relationship doesn't seem to be working out, and Al's afraid that he scares Lucy. It seems that Lucy turned her back on him, walking away from their relationship, making him lose his whole perception of what love really is. This song likely inspires Camper Valorium 1, Faint of Hearts. This is I'm, like, fuck, this, I'm turns, this guy. This turns me into a fucking geometry teacher, because I'm like, show me your proofs right now. Show me exactly where, where you say, got this it, stuff. It doesn't say Lucy in the song, it says Connecticut. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, I do like where it says near the bottom of the outro, indecipherable vocalizations. That's probably where he says Lucy. That's when he's going, if you get spin kicked, you can hear Lucy clearly during that part. Yeah. It, you're, it's the instant your brain rattles against your skull, you hear, this song is about Al's ex-girlfriend, Lucy. Yeah. And then, and then it goes back to, what I thought of you! <laughs> um... And again, like, near the end, like, but this is, this is in love, so forever let it go, forever let it burn. Like, that's kind of good. It is, yeah, it's got little nuggets in it. But then it's about a space murderer. Right. Oh, no. Click on the, on the genius page. Look at the picture of Al the Killer. Oh, man. <laughs> the co- it looks like shit. His it's, brain is out. It's King Crimson. <laughs> it's King Crimson and his brain is out and he has two tongues and a fucking blade. I mean, he does look like a killer. He does. This is exactly, if you said think of a killer right now, this is exactly how it's, I would imagine him. Al the Killer is a character from In Keeping Secrets of a Silent Earth Comics. He's been described as a Han Solo type character with the twist of a serial killer. Awesome. That's pretty twisted. Um, I hate this song. 
You don't like Al the Killer. I don't like Al the Killer. I, and a lot of them, I feel like my mood is instantly set by, like, the intro riff. And this one, you're just like... He's evil. Um, so he, he needs... Do, he, and he does say, die white girls. Right. So... Um, I do, um, I do, so this song reminded me of a thing that I like, which is when, when bands do the, the jet, are you going to be my girl effect, where it sounds like they're singing through a walkie-talkie. Uh-huh. I like when it's like, let this colony know, and it's like, mm. it's like the first episode of Peacock quality, you know? We're coming! Nah, 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 yeah. I like, the, it makes me feel like I'm a fucking pilot, so it's cool. Like, you're receiving, like, a cool transmission. Yeah, like, I'm doing barrel rolls in the sky, and I'm listening to three Alva Killer, and... Anyway, if you're, if, unless you're totally invested in the Kimber Valorium three Alva Killer, it's my least favorite song on this album, so we can just get into a favorite house Atlantic if you want. Yeah, sure. We've already heard, <laughs> listened to plenty of fun point songs about, like, reuniting with your girlfriend in death. Yeah. So, it's fine. Favorite house anyway, Atlantic, let's do it. Favorite house Atlantic fucking slaps. Uh, this is when I was like, oh, no, 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 I definitely heard this in your car. <laughs> yeah, this is a very good song. It's it's the most, like, pop-punky song on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I And, like, I remember back in the fucking, like, LimeWire days. Yeah. And, th- and this actually makes more sense because of Chloe and, Ca- Chloe and Cambria's stupid fucking story shit. That you could never find download this track with the name of Favorite House Atlantic because they never say it. Right. So you would look up, like, I want to hear Cody and Cambria songs, and they'd be like, this one's called Good Eye Sniper. Or this one's called Bye Bye Beautiful. I mean, it is called Good Eye Sniper, honestly. It is me. called Good Eye Sniper. And then i download it and be like, maybe it's a different, maybe he's talking about, like, the Good Eye Sniper is, like, a character who appears frequently in... It's an Australian guy. <laughs> yeah. Good Eye Sniper. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it's good, though. It's good. The Genius page does cite Game Grumps in it. Oh, so Game Grumps is, was Claudio on Game Grumps? Yeah, if you go to the interlude, there's a thing where it, it explains, like, I guess he explained it on the Star Wars Battlefront episode of Game Grumps. Oh, sick. I'm not gonna watch it. They Many years ago, Claudio and his tour manager, who was in the military at the time, were together looking for a Walmart. Claudio spotted a Walmart miles away, and his tour manager told him, good eye, sniper. Oh, look, I see it. It's a Walmart. I use I use my future vision to, to find it. It's the least interesting prog annotation I've ever read. For, like, a lyric that sounds cool, and just like, yeah, it's like what a guy told me when I looked at a Walmart once. Yeah. Um, anyway. The words you scribbled on the walls. Um, it's sick. It's really good. Uh, again, the, the theme, as soon as this one starts, I'm into it right away. Mm-hmm. It's um, like it gives me the fucking it gives me the feeling that I'm like on new grounds in 2005. Mhm. And I'm you know I'm I'm watching like uh stick figures fight and it's like it it feels like the the dance fucker dance song, you know? Yeah. You know okay. that one? Dance fucker dance. That would be like my number one slap city pick if I was still 12 years old. This is this could have definitely been in like Tony Hawk's American Wasteland or whatever. Yeah. Fuck like uh-huh. Uh, that game ruled. You could not a spin in it. Oh shit! Um, Sick. A, a fun fact of of this song that I can never get out of my mind is the the way it ends, like the down 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 down, exactly the same way Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card ends. Okay. <laughs> so, well, there you go. There you go. I wonder if there's if, uh, there's my my Game of Thrones theory about that one. Is that yeah my song. my extended Yellow Card canon? Yeah. Um, apparently a, a Favor House Atlantic is, like, an evil guy's lair. I don't know, because... I don't even, I'm not even bothered by not knowing what this song means, you know? And I remember on, on, uh, two albums from now, there's a song called The Fall of House Atlantic, and you're like, oh, that reminds me of a Favor House Atlantic, it's probably good, and it's just, like, a two-minute interlude, and I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, this one's really good, it's, like, the most pop poppy song on the album yeah and it's very catchy and we like it we do uh, like it let's go into the light and the glass did you like this one now according to the genius page the light and the glass meaning is rather vague which is great to read yeah when like the super fans who are filling out this page are like i don't know they're like it could be claudio or it could be like um jesse or it could be like someone else we don't know 
Um, but I like, do like the, the oh uh, if I if we like edited this podcast and I like edited it here's what here's what I would do I would say hey interlude to the light in the glass what's the best Jim Carrey movie and then I would put in the interlude where they say liar liar over and over again that would have been the joke. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, he does say that a lot. I'm not liar, putting. Liar, I'm not putting. I'm not putting that in. No, I'm not asking. I'm. I'm just, <laughs> there's. There's a universe in which it exists, and we enjoyed it there. Um, again, like to the last, like uh, t- apparently, twenty one thirteen is like a secret, like hidden track or whatever, which is weird because it's some true bullshit. It is CD shit. It's, it's another like eleven minute song that they're just like this is a secret at the end. <laughs> Here um, you go. The one thing I do like is. Um, like the for the first time through, he's like, "I'll leave the light on a while," and then when they get to that again, and he fucking yells it really loud, like, "I'll leave the light on a while." Oh, yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, it's and then it ends like in a weird way with like your father's dead; he passed in his sleep, which yeah, is weird. Just, but I then there's like a sick wailing guitar in the background, so you're like, "Okay, I like it." Now, according to the another genius note that I learned on the refrain, this uh, is foreshadowing the many more solos that were to come in future albums because it's a guitar solo. Oh, so like they did a, a, a guitar solo, so that was like planting the seeds of we will have guitar solos later. Yeah, that's um, what real, foreshadowing is. Real fans will pick up on this little detail in Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. It's when uh, when Anthony Kiedis sings about California. That's foreshadowing for when he does it later. Uh huh. <laughs> fuck, fuck that guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, like I feel like these last two songs are like very important lore songs for some reason, but I don't give a shit about that. So I don't have that much to say about. Yeah, this it one. seems meaningful, but I don't know what it means. Um. It's it's weird because like. For, maybe it's like the exception that proves the rule, but for 2113, when it starts, it's like, but I like this one. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, there's one point, where is it, um, like, maybe like halfway through the song when it's like, in the words of father to son, like that part. Yeah. That's actually, that part is, um, a riff from one of the songs on their first album, Time Consumer. Oh, foreshadowing. Foreshadow it's reverse foreshadowing. Yeah. They also do that again um on their next album. What, let me see if I can remember the fucking title of the song. It's The Willing Well Three. Ah uh, fuck. So like the second song on the album? No, the yes, yeah, so the second song on the album. It's the Willing Will Three like up good Apollo Part Two. I need to find it because it's it's a really sick song and it's making me so mad. <laughs> let me let me see. Burning Star Four. Okay. So yeah, the Willing Will Three, Apollo Two, The Telling Truth. That's what the song's called. All right. On the next album, and they they there's a part where they do the Blood Red Summer riff. Well, that's good. So you could you could have said any series of words and I would have believed you. I know, but I wanted to be yeah. consistent. You don't um, want to enrage the Coheed side of our fandom. The the most annoying part of this song is well the song is called twenty one thirteen but he says when the clock reads twenty one thirteen and I'm mad that someone's using like the twenty four hour time. <laughs> oh, the military method. style time. Mil- military time. Well, they're in space, so right. not only do they follow the standard, they don't have time to say nine thirteen p.m. Exactly. Um, did you know that I robot will never die? So I thought he died like halfway through the thing. They uh, they can bring him back. He's a robot. I guess it, yeah, I guess. So who the, so Coheed's his dad? Yes, Coheed and Cambria are Claudio, the character's parents. Okay. Are they, they died? They died, yeah. Okay. They, they died before the events of this story, which I believe is, um, fucking one of the other albums, like my least favorite album is called like The Year of the Dark Rainbow or some shit. Uh huh. I don't like that album very much. What did you um, do, like, in the LimeWire Kazaa days where you didn't have genius? Like, did you ever try to understand? Uh, no. Okay, cool. I, I would just look up Coheed and Cambria, and I'd see that there were seven songs, and they were all called Good Ice Sniper, and I would download them all. <laughs> and then I'd be like, these and are you, all the same. Hey, you were right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Um, I do like that I went to the Coheed and Cambria page, um, and the top, top Coheed and Cambria scholars, number one is Good Apollo 4, hashtag Ewok Matters. All right. So, kind of a regular one there. <laughs> Sounds pretty regular. Um, yeah, th- I like, I, this song's, like, fine. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I like it. It just, I remember, like, at, when I was taking notes for this song, at this point, I was just like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Yeah, just to, like, end it. Like, pray for us all. Like, we got it. You yeah. Know? Um, Let your guitar rest, Claudio. Claudio has a lot of sick guitars. Yeah. He has the cool one that's two guitars, and he pl- he uses that one when he plays Welcome Home. That's pretty sick. It's pretty fucking sick, and he plays it behind his head. Um. Anyway, that's in Keeping Secrets of Sound, or three, you did it. Yeah, thank you. If for some reason you want to listen to more Kogan and Cambia... <laughs> I would recommend, um, in keeping, uh, no, um, Good Apollo on Burning Star 4, Volume uh-huh. 1. The one, the album cover is just, like, the Roman numerals 4, and that's the one with Welcome Home on it. I do like Welcome Home. Um, I do like, like, to me, like, I could, like, I, I'm gonna listen to Good Eye Sniper for the rest of my life, but, like, mm-hmm. I like listening to albums like this because I know the kind of person that it will, it will give me cred with. Mm-hmm. Like, I love being able to say, like, ah, yes, I'm not a big fan of the Camper Valorium. So, see, like, this is me, like, knowing who I am as a person, because the, well, the, what, I feel like most people like Good Apollo 4 more. And yeah. It's easily their most popular album, but me being me, I'm like, I can't pick yeah. the most popular It's Gemini one. season, baby. It's Gemini, can't help being a Gemini. Can't help um, it. So, the story, so, Good Apollo, it's weird because Good Apollo is probably, like, overall the strongest album mm-hmm. in terms of like every song is at least good um and the story for that one is that we find out that the amory wars is like a story being written by a writer so the, the, <laughs> in the way that stories often are but like the writer is a character in this story okay. that claudio is it's like a meta thing it's stranger than fiction will ferrell yeah so it's about the writer like having fucking trauma because he gotcha. his girlfriend was mean to him um, and he has to, like, kill a character in the story, and he's like, I don't want to do it. So then there's a bicycle that's possessed by a demon, and it tells him to do it. All right. So it's very normal. That song's sick. <laughs> it's very normal. Yeah. It's a little extra credit um, listening. Also, Welcome Home is, like, the first, like, full song on it, so... It's really, get... it's really good. It's the best, it's one of the best wrestling theme songs out there. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thank you, NXT. Thank you, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Um, so what's up first, Slap City? Slap City, baby. Um, let me see. Oh, I go first this week. Mm. So uh, I am. So we did Coheed and Cambria. I am, of course, picking a Coheed and Cambria song. Yeah, it's off of Good Apollo Four, and it's another one that as soon as I hear the first note of this riff, all of my fu- fucking like positive brain signals start flying. Everywhere. Okay, it's kind of like a thank you scientist sort of vibe. Yeah, um, and this is, uh, we're putting on The Suffering by Coheed and Cambria. Again, as soon as that riff starts, I'm just, like, clapping like a seal. And it does the cool thing. A lot of, like, pop-punk songs do this, where they kind of, like, do two verses and then the chorus. Yeah. And it's, like, the build, like... So listen, will will you marry me? It's funny, it's about... He says, will you marry me? And the girl says no. Um, (laughs) Maybe you've heard this song before, I don't know. It was, like, a single. And the video is fucking garbage. It's they're playing in a cave... And there's, like, mystical, like, crystals around them, and there's a kraken and a mermaid, and, like, oh, a merman. It sounds good. It's fucking nonsense, but it looks so bad, but I love it. So, that's it. The Suffering by Cody and Cambria. Nice. Um, What do you got? So, there's um, a lot of challenging numbers on this album, so I went with a song They do have a song called Number City. You can only put you can only put ninety six quite bitter beings on that one. Yeah. <laughs> only number songs. 
Uh, so I'm picking a song by the band One Two Three, which is also Numbers, and okay. it's the song Confetti on it. It's called Confetti. <laughs> And it's just it's a it's a cla- it's been like a staple of my my chill playlists for the last like seven or eight years. So you kind of need to chill out after this one. Yeah, it's a it's a nice like it's a it's a born ruffian style just sort mm-hmm. of indie pop. You know, it's mm-hmm. a palate cleanser. Okay, thank you. Put that on there. Good Betty. One two three. We did it. We did it. Um, let's see, questions. If you have a question, you can send one into us at funpointcast at gmail or on Tumblr. Um. But first one, so the, the, I really need to like recover from getting o- all over all those P got questions. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. like most fun point questions is just from like people who already know the album. Because otherwise, like if you're not familiar with it, you're not gonna fucking ask anything. Yeah, because you don't know it. Um, so now I'm like, ah, oh, we don't have 25 questions today. Right. Just a couple. Oh, nice. Um, first one comes in from friend of the show Sarah McCostumes, who asked, "Can Cr- King Crimson Pop Punk AU?" All right. <laughs> is this in reference to the stand or to the men? I'm like, if Robert Fripp was really into fucking Sum 41. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I know very little about either one. Um, Kanye West, 21st Century Schizoid Man. Thank you. You know, power. I do know that. Um, I, I know, wasn't Bill Bruford in King Crimson? I I'm looking at the number of members in past and present of King Crimson, and it seems a lot more like a sort of... There's like 25 past members. Kind of a Coheed and Cambria-style storyline on this one. Yeah, it's kind of... It's more of an emo revival sort of big band style. There's also a guy who was in the, he was in the band, and his name is David Cross. Okay! But, oh, and Bill no Bruford really. was in it. But more importantly, David Cross was in it. David Cross, so kind of an early 2000s alternative comedy alternate Yeah, Brian universe. Posehn was in it. <laughs> Brian Posehn, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mitch Hedberg was yeah, a big... Couldn't, couldn't get Maria Bamford in this one, unfortunately. <laughs> um, friend of the show, Nick Jagged, asked, Oh, God! How excited are you for the Mark Wahlberg adaptation of the entire, entire Amory War series that he's been working on since 2012? Is that real? Is there any way it won't be a train, we- train wreck? Thank you for your bravery. Oh, shit, it's real. Let me Google Mark Wahlberg Amory Wars. Uh, big coheed head. Well, this article's from uh, 2012. Here's a Reddit post from Jul- January 5th, 2018. Mark Wahlberg asked about Amory Wars movie gives update. I'm not watching this video. Um, You're not watching something with Mark Wahlberg in it? That's I, weird. No, I'm not going to watch this video. Um, I'm the guy who posted, I thought this whole project was dead like eight years ago. I'm still totally pumped for any new Coheed slash Armory content. Y'all are, y'all are you pessimistic? That's true. So that's me. Yeah, I'm not voting it. I'm, I'm going to upvote Here's Catalyst EXE from one year ago. Reddit silver for you, good sir. Reddit silver, thank you. Um, anyway, funpointcast at gmail.com. And, uh, that's it. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> that's Thank it. you. Thank you, um, Sizer. Thank you, Chase. Thank you, Mayo Deftonwolf. Thank you, Wilhelm Ryan. Thank you, fucking, uh, Sniper. Domino the Destitute. Thank you, Good Eye Sniper. Mayonnaise. Thank you, Cyrus. Thank you, Cyrus Amory. Um, thank you, Ten Speed of God's Blood and Burial. So do you remember um, Tumblr? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So um I'm 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 waiting for a certain uh I'm waiting for a certain uh Rock the Universe style album to go back on Spotify. So in the okay. meantime what we're going to do is we're going to go back to Tumblr. Okay. I'm going to take you Sorry, back to- one more thing, one more thing um about um Coheed and Cambria in the story. There's a thing called the Monstar virus. Is it just the thing from Space it's Jam? The, it's the thing that, that kills uh, his parents. And it makes him good at basketball? And it makes him really good at slam dunks. <laughs> really good. 
Yeah, sorry. Did you have a Tumblr in 2012? I don't remember. What is air? Do you, how do you not remember Okay, Tumblr I do t- know of that. That thing. <laughs> I, I know of what is air, and I know is like you have good shoelaces, and it's or about well, I stole them from the president. It's yeah, uh, you know, it's the infinite cookie. It's, it's I, infinite, I know about the infinite chocolate bar. Infinite chocolate. Excuse me. Yeah. I was thinking of my complete cookie protein cookie that I eat. Okay, <laughs> that's just kind of a Brooks original. It's just sort of a Brooks sort of style cookie that I eat to be strong. Uh huh. So there was a time when pop punk, uh, excuse me, not pop punk, just sort of uh, pop, dance pop style music was was reigning over the Tumblr verse, mm. and you couldn't you couldn't post a picture of yourself without drawing in like eyeliner a little heart next to your eye. Okay. And Are all we, uh, is this does this have anything to do with crab walking? It doesn't have a lot to do with crab walking, admittedly. Okay. However, I'm going to... My next homework for you is the second studio album by a Welsh singer released in okay. 2012, and everybody on Tumblr used to like it, and I didn't listen to it until, like, a year ago, and now it's one of my favorite albums. Okay. Do I you have, don't know. You're not a, you're not, you don't know a lot, of, a lot of Welsh pop singers? The only Welsh person in the world I'm aware of is Gareth Bale, and he's a soccer, soccer player. Okay, so... <laughs> Okay, so for this album, we're going to do Electra Heart by Marina and the Diamonds. Okay, I feel like I've heard that name before. Yeah, you've you've probably heard, like, How to Be a Heartbreaker or one of okay. those. That, so that's kind of the favorite House Atlantic of this one. Yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it in my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will you will hear this album in my car when you when you and Kim Ooh. come down to Tampa. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Looking forward to it. It's just a fucking fresh pop joint. It's very, it's very like, it's it's stars dance vibes, right? Classic fun point okay. heads will remember Selena Gomez. We kind of need all this like full on pop to balance out. Dear Ambelina, the prize wishes you to watch <laughs> over me. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We need a we need a song about um, being a prima donna and uh, and not being the crowing <laughs> and not being the crowing. Uh-huh. And there's also like a million styles of like this. There's like a million like editions of this album. We're just gonna do the one on um, Spotify that it goes to. It goes through from Bubblegum Bitch, the opening album, the opening okay. song, to okay. Fear and Loathing, which is the final song. Mm. I think it's like 14 songs. Okay. All right. So let, let me just save this album now. How to be a heartbreaker? Is that what? What is it? Is that what it was called? It's called Electra Heart. Electra Heart. Okay, Deluxe. Here's Deluxe. Yeah. Some well, you don't, have, you don't have to worry about the Prima Donna or Power and Control remix, which it, Power and Control is about Foucault. So last one we're doing is Fear and Loathing. Yeah. Okay, let me just save that. Okay, got it. Um, semi-related. Yeah. Ha, ha, what do you think of the new Carly Rae Jepsen? I've only because we haven't talked to- about it. The thing about this podcast is that, uh-huh. is that I... you kind of absorbed in a... I kind of don't, I mean, I've never really, I've, I've always said that I don't listen to a lot of new music, but like, mm-hmm. I really like, if I'm going to pick between my Coheed and Cambria homework or like a new Joyce Manor album, I'm going to pick Coheed and Cambria because mm-hmm. I'm, I it's live for the grind. Yeah. I listened through a couple times and I do like it. I do like it. I feel like too much is getting like a lot of, that's like all the meme stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I think my favorite one is I want you in my room because of the underwater robot voice. I want I d- there's actually yeah there's a couple songs that do the underwater robot voice and I actually like that a lot. I really like that voice. They're back to back on I want you in my room and everything you need so. Um uh, just just checking in with Carly. Yeah. It's good. I I'm still like it, it was a single so it's kind of a normy pick but No Drug Like Me fucking rips to me. I it's love good. that song. Yeah. Um I'm drinking I'm drinking too much. Okay. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna try to pull a fast one originally with Marina, and I was gonna be like, uh, "This next album is from a, a queen of pop who people uh-huh. on Tumblr like a lot, who recently released a new album." And but I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do a Carly bait and switch because we'll talk about I, Carly. In, in I would have just asked if she had a sword, and then you know, right? I don't think I don't that's, think Marina. That's has the a sword. one question when you ask one tells the truth and the other lies. Yeah, <laughs> no, Marina has like a chandelier. Okay. Um. Well. That's 
next time at fun point all right well uh we'll see you. until next actually, time i like your shoe actually actually in two weeks this t- this time no fucking jojo skip weeks no yeah you think they're gonna we're not gonna get a random like backstory we better to, not get a fucking recap in the last seven episodes of the show <laughs> but as always we will see how it goes yeah and we'll um, figure out something else to do after jojo's over we'll figure something out we'll figure something out uh, until next time, give me some reggae. Yeah, um, tag someone who's feeling music. Super <laughs> funny, bye. Super funny, bye. else in this thread feeling music feeling lorenzo music up in this club tonight <laughs>